This is Dr. Hubert, and you're listening to The Dr. Hubert Show. Hello, friends. Welcome to The Dr. Hubert Show. I'm super excited about today's show. I hope all of you had a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. And I know it's always a busy weekend, but uh, I hope some of you, or all of you, took time out of your weekend to honor all of the service personnel uh, in the United States military, um, especially the ones that sacrificed their lives for us to be able to do uh, what we do and live the way we live. Um, it's such an important day. Um, people made the ultimate sacrifice a long, long time ago uh, for us to be here, for us to live the way we live. So I hope you all had a lot of fun on Memorial Day, but most of all, I hope you took time to to honor all the military personnel that have sacrificed their lives for us to be able to do what we do here in America. And uh, I, I'm a firm believer that America is still the greatest country on the earth. I still believe that uh, there's more opportunity here than anywhere else in the world. Uh, if I had to start from scratch anywhere, I would choose America over anywhere else. I think uh, you're, the likelihood of your dreams and and your desires and and everything you want for your life I do believe you still have the best opportunity here uh, now really is more than ever uh, I know that America definitely has its problems there's a lot of things going on that none of us really agree with and there's a lot of bickering back and forth and a lot of politics and and things like that but uh, when you really look at the the bottom line, the the likelihood that you can achieve what you want to achieve is better here than anywhere else. So I am I am a hundred percent. I bleed red, white, and blue. I believe believe in America, and I don't really know what the future holds. I don't know. I don't have all the answers. I don't know. You know, I, I try to stay as far away from the political climate as I possibly can, but uh, I still can look around and see people doing uh, amazing things, amazingly well, and the people I see doing the best, uh, they they do the same things. They stay away from all the political bickering. Uh, they stay away from uh, saying bad things about the country or the community or others. They really are just focused on being the best they can be. And I advise every single one of you that are listening to do the same thing. I mean, you get that tunnel vision and work on you. Uh, become the best you. We've all seen a major decline in the service industry. Uh, no matter where you go, it seems like you wait a little longer or things are typically messed up or, you know, orders are wrong. And it doesn't matter if it's food or if it matters if it's it's lumber. This seems like there's in the service industry, there's definitely we've seen a decline in America. And I think we've all had that experience where we ordered something and thinking it was going to be a week or two and then it ends up taking two or three months. So, um I see all this as frustrating as that is. It's frustrating to me as well, but as frustrating as it is, I see that as a major opportunity. I think that's an opportunity for somebody to come in and provide stellar service. And that's that's what built the country. Great service is what built America. You know, I think that's an opportunity for somebody to come up with better manufacturing techniques that cuts down lead time. Um, that's what that's what built America. We when we were manufacturing things, people had to figure this stuff out, and they figured it out a long time ago. I mean, they figured out how to you know make cars in the twenties and assembly line and all this stuff. So 
So all of the things we're seeing this decline, kind of this decline in our quality of life, and we see gaps and holes on the shelves in the grocery store and the hardware store. And, and I think we've all had that experience where we go in looking for one particular thing and there's nowhere to, there's nowhere to be found. And they, the, the, the service people there kind of laugh at you and say, we haven't seen one of those in months. And that just, that just screams opportunity to me. There's somebody out there that is waiting to fill this gap and waiting to provide uh, the best service that's ever been seen and a quality product. And somebody out there has manufacturing techniques that can increase quality and cut down lead time. So be thinking about everywhere you can fill in a gap and make this thing better, right? So this may be your moment. Maybe you've been waiting for the big company to decline so your little company can can shoot to the top. Um, there is opportunity everywhere. There is so much opportunity right now. Um, and if we just quit focusing on you know fighting one another and arguing one with one another and, and only being around people that agree with us, um, we might be able to propel ourselves in position to get ourselves to where we are able to fill in those gaps and make this whole whole human experience much better. Uh, if you're not excited about the world we live in right now, you should be. This is still the most abundant place in the world. This is still, there's still lots of money moving. There's still uh, lots of people that will surround you and help you and even give you money to pursue your dreams and aspirations. I see it all the time. I see lots of big deals going uh, daily where people are funding projects and, and, and it's all just to put things in motion, put things in gear to try to try to better what's already available. So, you know, if you choose to think big and if you choose to dream big and if you really take that relentless attitude where nothing's going to stop you and you will not stop until you get to your goal, um, that's that's you're going to see a huge opportunity. There's so much opportunity there because you got to remember there are a lot of people that have taken this idea that their dreams and aspirations are going to come in the mailbox in the form of a stimulus check. And that is a false reality. That is a lie. Okay. So no $600 check or $1,400 check or $1,200 check is going to bring a life that you want. Okay. So even though, yeah, they see it as free money, it's still not a desirable life. It's still not living up to your potential. It still does really nothing to benefit the rest of the world. So there are a lot of people that are waiting on this. They're waiting for their dreams to come in the mailbox. They're waiting for things to come to them. And it just doesn't work that way. I mean, you literally have to dream big, think big, and just be relentless in your pursuit. And you're going to get hit. You're going to get knocked down. Uh, it happens to everybody. It happens to me all the time. It happens to me probably more than most because I'm always pushing myself. I'm always trying to explore new territory and move to the top and dream bigger and expand my horizon. So anytime you do that, you, you basically learn to live out of your comfort zone. So if your life is just comfortable and it's just it's just this comfortable thing, it's, you're probably not living up to all of your expectations. God probably has a life bigger than you can ever imagine just waiting on you. So so there's so much opportunity. We just have to get focused. I mean, we have to get really focused on, on what we want to do, the life we want to have, how we want to live it, how we want to inspire and help others, and go do it because um, there is so much room to go do it. There are so many people that have just uh, kind of tapped out, and they'll be, they will be blaming um, the shortcomings of their life on COVID 20 years from now. Um, I can already see it. I can see it happening now that people are literally blaming. They blame every delay on COVID. They blame every lack of service on COVID. They're going to blame their life uh, falling short of everything it should be on COVID. 
the rest of us, we are going to pivot, keep rolling, keep moving, keep developing, keep dreaming, and surround ourselves with one another so that we can propel ourselves to the top. Uh, last uh, or two weeks ago, something interesting happened. I was I was uh, I was watching the PGA Championship, and uh, I was watching Phil Mickelson uh, win this tournament. And this, he was the oldest person to win a major, and he did that at 50 years old. Uh, prior to that, Jack Nicholas won the Masters in 1986, and then here Phil is. And I, I don't watch a lot of sports and a lot of golf now, but. But I had to watch this because I knew it was a moment in history that you know, one you could just tell people about 50 years from now, which was pretty awesome. But uh, watching him win that tournament at 50 years old, I remember right after the right after the round, um, the interviewer um, interviewer asked him, said, did you believe that you could win at this age? And his answer was so good. It just really touched me. He said, he said, I just couldn't think of any reasons why I couldn't win. And that was just it, it, it. As he was checking the inventory on his life, his physical ability, his game, his ability to make shots, um, he couldn't think of a reason that he couldn't win, even though he's been in a severe drought. He's been in a drought on the regular tour now for for almost four years. So three years, he hadn't really done much. He's really struggled, uh, hadn't really been the, the feel that we, we grew up watching. And we all just chalked it up to age. It's tough to win after you get older. And now these kids that are winning, they're 21, 22 years old. And here he's trying to compete with them at age 50. So it was understandable that he wasn't dominating the tour over the last three years like, like he had for most of his career. But his answer was just so great. He couldn't think of any reasons that he couldn't. And he went on to explain that the reason he had been in this slump over the last three years, he basically said, I've been having trouble finding my focus. He said, I knew what it took to prepare to win golf tournaments. And I knew what it took to prepare to win major championships. And I know how much time it takes and what you have to do to get it done. He said, but I would go out to the range and go out to practice and go out to put the time in. And he said, I just catch my mind wondering. And he said, next thing you know, an hour later, I was done. I wanted to go home. I wanted to go hang out with my wife. I wanted to go hang out with my kids. It just wasn't appealing to put in the work. And I just didn't have the focus. And he said, over the last few months, we've brought in some people into his life to help him with his focus. And his focus is basically what he said what the, what the difference was. That's why he was able to win uh, the PGA Championship at age 50 years old and become the oldest person to ever win a major championship. So um, as much as we'd like to blame it on his age or maybe even possibly injuries or things like that, um, he said, no, it's his focus. And that just it, it really touched me because we talk so much about focus on this show. And right now, that's one thing that the country really could use more of. We are a very distracted society. Uh, we have so much influence from the news. I believe we get manipulated by the news, the media, the radio, all this stuff. And if we could just simply focus, you know, if we could just find our range like Phil did and block out everything else and focus on on being better in the areas that we're weak. Okay. So work on, work on getting better in the things that we know we're not really good at and embrace that and become, become world champions at, in that area. For Phil, it was, it was driving the golf ball. The problem was he couldn't, his driver was just so bad. He constantly hit it in places that didn't allow him to score. So I'm sure part of his focus was saying, okay, Phil, in order to win more golf tournaments, we've got to hit the ball in the fairway. 
For the rest of us listening, we've got to hit the ball in a fairway. We've got to get focused and find a way to not become a victim of all the chaos and all the noise because we're not going to change all the noise, right? So there's nothing, whether we like what we hear on the news or don't like, nothing's going to change because of us, right? So ultimately, the only thing we can do is look for the deficiencies in our society, figure out how to help other people, figure out how to surround ourselves with others so that we can make a team to make us better. Phil was very, very clear. He said, I didn't do this alone. He said, I brought in this person, I brought in this person, I brought in that person. So he was bringing in uh, mental coaches and all these people to help him with his focus. And the end result was a championship really late in life. So it's not too late for you to win your championship. Um, it's not too late for you to be your best. And, and I believe at this point in time, there's more opportunity for, for what you have than, than there ever has been. Um, I think that's, I think that's going to continue. I don't think it's going to be short lived. I think we're going to see, uh, so much opportunity for so many people because we've, we've literally taken out half of our country because they're waiting on things to come to them. They're waiting for things to be handed to them. And that's just not, not the way life works. You will never reach your potential waiting on things to happen. You just have to be relentless. You have to be okay with taking the hits, taking the letdowns, taking the failures. Um, over the last three years, I mean, how many times did Phil fell? He, he said, I, he said he's failed a lot. He had a quote that came out two weeks before the, before the PGA championship. And he said, I failed a lot in my life. I just feel like I've learned a lot from all my failures. And that's, that just holds so true to so many people who are doing big things. So, um, Reevaluate your life. Take your inventory on your life. Think about what you're doing, where where there's an opportunity for you to fit in that the world needs, that will make things better, that will help other people, serve other people. And you talk about the greatest feeling. That is the greatest feeling when you get yourself or you create a vehicle that helps people by the masses. That's the best feeling you will ever have. We'll be back same time, same place next week. Y'all have a wonderful weekend.